This is an ABC podcast. Hey, Miyuki Yoki Randa here with Earshot. And in studio with me is the executive producer of Earshot and our sister program, The History Listen, Michelle Rayner. She's also an avid hiker. Hi, Michelle. Hello, Miyuki. Now, the work you've chosen for us takes us back 20 years to 2003, when a very unusual phenomena was taking place. Can you set it up for us? Certainly, certainly. So the year 2003, the beginning of the shadow, I guess, of the Iraq war is hanging over Australia. Six months earlier, the Bali bombings had taken place an event that really shocked Australia, I think. Shocked us out of our sort of sense of innocence, I think, that that kind of um, violence could hit so close to home. So this feature was made by our colleague Russell Stapleton and a former colleague, Jane Ullman, in 2003, uh, based on a news story of um, people gathering on a foreshore in the Sydney beachside suburb of Coogee, where at a certain time each day, uh, people would see a vision of the Virgin Mary or the Madonna or Mother Mary on a, on a post, on a fence post. And the, the two producers, Jane and Russell, rushed down there and went and interviewed a bunch of people and then put together this piece, which I find incredibly distinctive because there's no narrator. So can you talk to us the, around the choice sure. of, of how they might have put this together? Sure, sure. I mean, it seems a little um, unusual in our um, audio community uh, context these days um, where so much of our work is narrator-driven, of what we listen to is narrator-driven. So... Yes, it is. It doesn't have a narrator, but what it does have is a kind of audio language or composition that leads you, I guess, on a on a narrative journey, if you like, um, in a very meditative way. I think, and you never once feel um, that you you don't know what you're listening to. And twenty years on, why does this piece still resonate with you? Well, interestingly, it's really about the nature of, of violence. Um, I think Australia in 2003 was, was rattled. Um, and in fact, those anti-war marches against the, the Iraq war, which eventually did happen, were some of the largest we ever saw in Australia. So I think this is a meditation on why we humans need to believe in something, whether that's universal peace, um, a sighting of, of someone higher than us. And that still holds today, perhaps even more so. Um, I was thinking too that it, it as a piece, it, it's a beautiful piece to listen to sonically. It's actually quite soothing in many ways too. Um, but there's a certain innocence to even it because it was made in a time before the social media behemoth happening. So there's a there's a candor to, to the people, the vox pops we might call them in, in audio land, to the people who tell their stories, who are so um, deep, if you like, describing what they see and what they don't see and why they need to see it. Well, thanks for choosing it for us, Michelle. Let's give it a listen. This is Shadow of a Doubt by Jane Ullman and Russell Stapleton. I don't even know what's going on over there. I'm sort of going, what are they, what are they looking at? Where is, <laughs> where where is, is it? it? You know where it is, you're exactly supposed to stand to see this. I know it's at a certain time of day, but... Have you seen it? 
Can you see it? <laughs> I can see it from here, though. You seen it? Can you see it? Have you seen it? Can I see something? Or is just my mind playing up, you know? Can you see it now? You want to have a look? Look, you can yeah. see it. Look. Have you seen it yet? Can you see it yourself, sir? Where's the best place to see it? Right oh, here. Have you seen anything? Not yet. Now, did you see it? Did you see it? So you can only see it from over there. What can you see out there? Hey. Huh? Headlights. Mate, I went to a Catholic school all my life and I can't see nothing. I'm a, I'm a heathen, mate. I don't know. Well, you've, got to, you've got to believe to see it. Oh, people have got to have something to believe in, I suppose. Actually, what is that? Nah. That's Michael Jackson, an apparition of Michael Jackson <laughs> in the garbage bin, mate. <laughs> Did it speak to anybody who saw it first? I don't know. I'd like to get to the bottom of it. <laughs> I saw her on Thursday. Did you? Yes, in full. Did it speak to her? Did it say anything? Did it motion to her? And the lady here, yeah. she saw her at night, at from night. eight to at ten, night. From in eight full, to ten. glowing. She was glowing, like she's all over light. <laughs> but she's here, though. I can feel her. You'll feel something. Oh, like, yeah. I, I couldn't stop crying yesterday. And yeah. I don't know what it was, but it was beautiful. And then there was just this euphoria all afternoon. I was just off my head all afternoon. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and like I was just sort of sitting on the mat and I was just sort of like, all of a sudden I just had this big lump in my throat and I felt like I wanted to start crying. This girl was sitting there next to me and then she started. Mm. And then like everyone got really emotional. So it was just a moment and then it went. Mm. So it was, it's unexplainable. Yeah, it's like a deep feeling here kind of sadness but and then it just you just want to release it and then it's just euphoric like the euphoria is coming on at the moment actually I can feel it <laughs> we've just come back from overseas I'm completely jet lagged I can't even tell if this is real or not are we in Lewis? Uh, uh, is this happening? It is, it is happening. This is Maria. Oh, it's hi, Russell hi. and Jane. Hi, Maria. Hi. Not the Maria. <laughs> Everybody can do that. I've been down here some evening. What time, is, what time does it appear? Three, three to four, is it? Oh, after three. Apparently, yeah, apparently three, half past three. From about three o'clock till about half past four. Three o'clock. Three and maybe up to five thirty. Is it afternoon. just the afternoon? Can you see yeah. it during the day the too? Between three and four. But today, tomorrow, I'm going to come three o'clock. Yeah. yeah. I will. Then on quarter past three we was here. It, I mean, it's hard to know whether the fact that we know it's quarter past three and it's our emotions or whether it's real, but... Oh, no, it's real. It's real? Yes. Yeah. You don't doubt things like that. It's real. But this Saturday, she... And I thought it's a little statue. I thought the nuns brought it, you know. But it wasn't a statue because when I photograph it, she shrinks. 
she went very little. I said, that, that's a mark from her, you know, to say I'm not a statue, I'm a real person. It wasn't a statue, it was her, you know. She was just uh, looking straight yeah. at me, you know. Yeah, yeah, she was looking at me. When the, the nuns singing, she, she grew bigger and bigger. So we know where she stands. I know where she stands. She will be there inside the flowers. And you know? she won't move because that's her spot. And she can grow to any height she wanted. The statue can't move because it wasn't a statue. She was a real Mother Mary. She's more beautiful. She's beautiful beyond compare. Oh, God raised her up above everyone. She's the mother of us all. So, yeah. She said it was all was an outline and just a veil with no facial features, just a veil and... Blue, yeah, some kind of white, yeah. Um, you know, it starts off with the shape taking the form of, of Mary with her head bowed down and her hands slightly outstretched. It's like she's draped in clothing. It's clothing, yeah, it's lovely, isn't it? As the afternoon moves on, it's, she sort of turns, yeah. opens her arms, her head lifts, and it actually looks like the, her robes change colour to sort of like a blue and white colour. She said it was like a light blue haze. Just the outline. On the outside, just drapes, obviously just in white. Beautiful, beautiful lady. Yeah. But there's no blue. I didn't see any blue. I just no, saw all white. Yeah. What I can see is her arms out like this to us. And I saw her before, and I'm a real believer in, in Mary and in Jesus, and I think you've got to really believe in someone to be able to see this. And it's, it's amazing. It's a miracle. It really is. Her head's down. She's bowing. She's bowing down. Glowing, you know, bright whiteness. Oh, it looked beautiful face. It is taller than the, isn't it? Yes, it's an average. I don't know. It's, uh, it's um. It's not our lady, but it's it's nice to think. How do you know? That world. See, I don't know. I couldn't see anything at first, and then I could. step having a cup of tea and we actually thought someone had thrown a coat over the fence and I said oh look at that it looks like Mary over there. The next day we saw it again and again and and it was a bit of a joke between the two yeah. of us that we'd go out oh Mary's back yeah. <laughs> and it was lovely. Something to do with a fence over there. It's yeah. just the illusion of the fencing rail I guess but it gives a lot of people faith. When sometimes you look at it, it looks like a fence. Where is it? <laughs> Where is it? you got to squint your eyes. eyes up. It is just the fence, but uh, you could say it was 
what people are saying it is. I don't want to see her image, I want to see her real, you know? Hey, did you saw it? Although I appear to be looking at a fence post. <laughs> it's tall, isn't it? It does, so it look, And it's thicker. It just comes all of a sudden to you. It just depends on the, the clouds and, and the sun and how the light hits the fence. The sun shines on it, it's a white fence. The white fence or the wire the fence? fence? Yeah, we see it, yes. but it's just the fence. It is the fence, it is the fence, it is the fence. It's the shadow as well from the sun. That's why she moves from the shadow. But it's just from the sun, but it's just, it's just that's the fence. I can't see a bloody thing. Father, the sun, S-U-N, and the holy post. And no one's disputing that this is an optical illusion, but the odds of that optical illusion taking the form of the Virgin Mary are zillions to one. Why not Mozart or a doll or a tree? Why the Virgin Mary in that particular spot? People definitely believe it. Do they actually believe it here, do they? Mm. Yeah, I do. I just keep coming back for the feeling of love. I don't know what it is, but it's a beautiful feeling. <laughs> With love, man, we can have a world that's beautiful. We can have a slice of heaven right here, right now. If not, it doesn't matter. I believe it. So it doesn't matter if I see something or I, I can't see it. I actually had an experience myself the other day. I mean, we're all non-believers and sinners, and I had the fortunate to be here to feel the love. It's what the world needs. If some people need to see, see. But I think really it's about the feeling. And she saw the Virgin Mary. She's out there now. She's alive now. She said, I see it. And then she got a tingle through her body and she started crying and she believed she was blessed. Listen, to those who believe, you don't need a sign. To those who do not believe, even a sign will not change anything. 100% sure. It's all in your faith anyway. If you believe, you will be. But at the end of the day, I think it's what people want to believe. It's all in your faith. <laughs> I believe in <laughs> It's been a beautiful feeling that the whole community just coming together and everyone's just been so humble. So it's happening, something's working. I suppose it depends on what you believe in too, isn't it? But We're all in doubt, you know, we're all in doubt. If it was true, you could see it from any part of the beach, not just here, where the fence curves and with the fence, it's just, it's nice to the fence. I'd have to see it myself now, to be 100%. I tell you then. You don't have to see it. It's about feeling it and spreading the love and joy and to get to those darkened hearts across this planet and to love your children. I think it's just beautiful. I do too. With all the trouble in the world. Yes, anything they can get. Uh... Anything for peace. Something bad to happen. That's why you have to pray to stop this war they want to do in Iraq. 
They're going to throw anthrax, they're going to kill young people. For me, it doesn't matter, I'm old, I'll die. But for the young people like you, I don't want them to die. For money, you understand? It's everything for money. I don't understand these people. This is a good thing, and we've got a troubled time right now. War is looming at our doorstep any moment, um, and these people are convinced they're going to have a go at it. So. It's, um, you know, we need a collective faith right now. We need a resurgence of faith in a big hurry, in fact. So I think she's just here to give us a bit of strength with the war that's about to occur, but it's not going to be that bad. We're OK. But if we let these, uh, let these people up in power decide what they're going to do with the world, our children will be cursing us forever. We need some of this to sort of kind of brighten their lives up a bit. It's not our war anyway, but anyway, uh, no, I think she's here just to reassure us. They're hoping for something. They're yes. hoping. Yes. They are. The world's changed so much. In more ways than one. So these people who come here, they are upset and they need help. That's why they come here. And it is, she comes through the sun. Shadow of a Doubt was produced by Jane Ullman. The sound engineer was Russell Stapleton. Now, we've only got two of our staff picks left in this season, so join me again next time to uncover another ABC gem. I'm Miyuki Okiranta. I'll catch you then. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.